welcome to a special edition of Mediterranean Sustainability Partners. I'm so pleased to be joined by Anna Koy. Anna, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Very pleased to be here. Thank you so much for joining me. You know, this is a special Women's Day podcast and I wanted to just let you know that you've inspired me. <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's, uh, it's really an honor. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know how busy you are. So if we could just start the conversation maybe and, and let people know who you are and what you do. And then maybe in the end, we can tell them maybe you'd have some tips for some young women. Sure, with pleasure. So um, I currently lead the Brussels office at Mavens. We are a headhunting recruitment uh, and talent management firm uh, based in Brussels or headquartered in Brussels. Uh, we now also have offices in Paris and we work quite internationally across Europe. Uh, we specialize in supporting clients uh, in recruiting for talent uh, across broadly understood public affairs. So it really is for roles that um, can touch upon political communications, policy or regulatory affairs type of work, um, and that uh, span many different industries. Um, that is possible because of a fantastic team that we have, and uh, we all are public affairs professionals. So uh, meaning that either we bring past experience in public affairs, like myself, uh, when I made the move in 2016 into the recruitment and talent management world. And some of our colleagues work part-time with us on recruitments and part-time still maintain their activity in a policy and, and uh, public affairs advisory work. Um, and um, what brought me to this world really is, um, I think, the great passion to be working with people. So as I mentioned in the past, um, I spent a number of years working in uh, advocacy and lobbying myself. I led the Brussels office of an NGO and uh, worked with a range of international stakeholders, both in Brussels and more broadly um, across Europe. Uh, I led advocacy campaigns um, toward the UN, um, the Council of Europe um, and in the different EU member states. And that experience has really taught me, I think, the um, great value and the importance of engaging with a diversity of stakeholders when we have an important uh, cause that we want to advocate for um, just in bringing you know different people together and uh, trying to create value uh, by um, bringing together the unusual suspects if you wish mm -hmm. and also by, by by bringing forward the cause um, through many different channels and that has also been something that brought me ultimately into considering and then taking on the role in the recruitment world um, where it all is in the end about uh, connecting people with opportunities uh, about listening to what people are looking for what would fulfill them but also then of course bringing that business dimension um, and uh, creating a link with what the clients um, are looking for when when looking for talent what would you say have been your biggest challenges in in coming into this industry i imagine Brussels is, is very complex uh, to understand, first of all, in so many different players. Could you tell us maybe about some challenges you've, you've come across? Sure. Um, I think one of the big differences, if you wish, as you look at the policy type of work and public affairs type of work and the move into recruitment is that, um, you know, in advocacy uh, world, we usually specialize in a specific area or domain. Um, whereas the way we work and our core approach to leading recruitments in public affairs is that we do not exclusively specialize in one specific industry or policy area. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, at first, um, whilst I felt very comfortable in the 
the EU bubble or the policy type of uh, environment, um, it took a moment to sort of craft my story as I was approaching potential clients and as I was working with clients and approaching candidates, um, discussing roles and discussing business, um, but maybe talking to people that I am not necessarily an expert uh, in a specific industry they represent. Hmm. But I think ultimately, again, it, it's it's about bringing forward that human aspect and creating the connection on a more human level. I like that very much. So, you know, you're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting the spotlight on different women that are from different nationalities and, and you're from Poland, correct? Yes, I'm from Poland. I've I been living in, in Brussels for a number of years now, but originally I'm from Poland. Of course. And I think, and you were just mentioning the diversity and in your hires and in the people you meet and how you create that story. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about how you created your story uh, of who you are and, and how you go out, you say, you meet so many different people in different areas. Could you tell us a little bit about that? So one thing, um, which is a tip that I give to many people that ask me, how do I identify, you know, what could be my next step? Um, was actually what I did myself when I was considering taking up the recruitment uh, role. And I think it's important to try and think and identify maybe two, three core things that are most important for us when thinking about ourselves as professionals. This can be, of course, many different things. It could be that I really enjoy working with people and therefore this is one of the core things for me to maintain. Mm -hmm. It could be that I like to have a more structured work environment and therefore it's less for some for it's important let's say to be working in a role that allows me to have a you know clear program for my days and weeks it could be a passion for a specific policy area right and so i think once we identify that it's a little bit easier to consider different options out there and to sort of mentally tick the boxes when assessing whether an opportunity is the right one for you or not and that is also extremely helpful when you then craft your own story about who you are as a professional. Mm. Um, in my case, it was very much about working with people. It was very much about being curious and really enjoying to always talk to people from different industries and walks of life. Um, but it was also about the flexibility, if you wish, and the possibility um, to engage on many different levels and to do different things within my professional role which i do uh, and i greatly appreciate in my current role because it's not just recruitment we also have other services that we uh, offer to our clients that relate uh, that um, uh, are focused more on talent retention and management but also on providing strategic advice to organizations that are looking at um, how their you know uh, eu team for example or eu offices set up uh, looking at the governance challenges they may have um, and that offers really a plethora of opportunities to look into many interesting topics. So how about you're managing to put together both passion and purpose? Can I ask you what you're passionate about? You sort of told me but is there something really that drives you to get up every morning that makes you really want to accomplish what you have to do today? What drives Anna Koi? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's never an easy uh, question in a way to answer in a concise manner, but I think I would say what I had briefly mentioned already towards the beginning of our conversation. I think really what drives me most is the possibility to create value by bringing together the unusual suspects, quote unquote, mm. as I would mm. call it. 
mm-hmm. um, by uh, talking to people from many different walks of life and seeing how they can, um, how we all together can create value um, and, and um, bringing that different dimension into the conversation. That's fantastic. So I guess we'll ask you to give some, a few tips, although you've already done so already. Like, is there a, is there a specific like training that one needs to do, or what would you recommend to young women wanting to be, you know, working in the sector that you're working in, or maybe just even coming to Brussels to work? It can be broad or it can be very narrow. Would you like to do that for me? Sure, with pleasure. Um, I think one of the key pieces of advice, uh, which is fairly broad, I understand, but I think it's also quite universal, is really to stay curious. Um, because I think by engaging our minds in exploring new ways in which we can be active professionally, um, but also thinking beyond our professional life, maintaining that curiosity in life can really open up the mind to different opportunities that we otherwise might not see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but staying curious also from the perspective of engaging in conversations with people and going beyond the, you know, um, the usual standard conversations, going beyond the role that the person has professionally, because that also opens to a deeper conversation that can lead to many interesting outcomes and that can create professional opportunities as well. That's true. Um, that I think is really something that um, has always played out well for me, but I've never done it in a calculated manner. It's just you know following Natural. a little bit uh, where your mind and your heart takes you. Mm-hmm. And that can create many opportunities. I know it sounds a little bit philosophical, but um, I truly believe in that. Um, and I maybe a second point, which comes um, with time and some years of experience, I think. Um, and again, probably nothing new to many. But I would urge um, you know young professional women really to feel confident in in putting themselves out there, in not being worried about not always knowing everything or uh, you know asking questions because uh, ultimately we are all human beings and when you start your career it often feels like you might be talking to someone more senior who seems to be you know the god of the industry or someone that you feel afraid to talk to Um, whereas you know ultimately on a human level we all have our struggles we all have our uh, achievements and we all have a story to share and i think if we um, feel confident enough to to come up and show up uh, feeling authentic and being our authentic self that also helps in developing deeper conversations and relationships with others who appreciate us more, more because um, they can also then feel that connection to who we are. I like what you said Anna about authenticity. I think that's something that you know like you say we should really know ourselves and really uh, put that forward uh, of who we are and what we represent and people should be clear you know you and I are both uh, very ambitious I think if I may say um, and we, we should be ambitious and we shouldn't you know hide that and wanting to get ahead is not bad and I think you've done very well and you're in a position of responsibility and in Brussels so have you made it? <laughs> no, I definitely would not say I've made it, you know. I think um, it's really about, yes, aspiring to improve, to grow, to to craft your own path without comparing yourself too much to others. Uh, it's good to have a bit of competition. It's good to see what is out there. 
but ultimately it's about doing your thing and trying to do it as best you can. I think those are very good words to end on. Now, like I have done with all my guests, would you like to say a few words maybe in Polish and parting? <laughs> of course. Well, thank you very much for having me. And thank indeed, dziękuję bardzo za zaproszenie. Bardzo mi było miło i mam nadzieję, że ta rozmowa będzie ciekawa dla odbiorców i słuchaczy. Thank you thank very you. much, Ellen. Thank you so much, Anna. Thank you. <laughs>